For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Four, five, four, three, two, one, kaboom. Hey, this is Ted Hicks from Late Night Parents. Ways to follow the show, latenightparents.com. Have Danny Thompson in the queue, live, and hounding this man. He wrote a, 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 an excellent two-part article on what does the NFL streaming deal mean for the NBA. Danny, how are you doing? You know, Ted, you had to hound me down, Ted. You make it sound like you were you, you were you were sitting out my front porch waiting on me to uh, to do the podcast. <laughs> you would have made me drive six hundred miles. I definitely would have. But um, what, what's new? How how's the fam? How what's how is Christmas? What are you doing for in preparation for the new year? Before we get down to uh, business. The you NBA, know, you know, the Christmas holiday was good. Um, I was able, to, uh, the wife and I was able to go to uh, see Ravens and Falcons on Christmas Eve. Um, in true Grinch-like fashion, the Falcons gave me nothing but coal for Christmas. Um, you know, we used to as Falcons fans. Um, was able to drive back in the nice twelve-degree weather that Baltimore provided. Uh, big shout wow. to everybody. It was an amazing, cold experience. Uh, the wife was happy with it. Uh, and came back and was able to spend Christmas and to do what most African-Americans do before the new year, get your house cleaned up. And I think we're going to be going to get some black eyed peas at some point in the next day or so. Uh, bonus question. Did you do anything for Kwanzaa? Um, not this year. Um, okay. I, I've done Kwanzaa activities in the past. Um, my daughter and uh, her mom and their family are into Kwanzaa. Um, they've done that for a long time. Uh, this year we didn't, um, just with logistics. Um, but I normally do stuff for Kwanzaa. I normally do. Okay, cool. Um, and just so I can get the additional housekeeping out of the way, any New Year's resolutions? Do you believe in that? Oh, Are I don't. You... I always believe in New Year's resolutions. Um, okay. I think this year, you know, it's just to be. More spiritually, you know, on the, on the spiritual side, be much more spiritually grounded than I was in 2022, 23. Um, just be more sp- grounded um, and really just take more risk uh, professionally um, and, you know, and and just kind of step out the comfort zone a bit, you know, do more than what I'm doing now um, and okay. just take and take every day, day by day, moment by moment, you know, and enjoy it. Because you know you'll snap your fingers and you know like Thanos and you're 85 years old wondering what what just happened. So I think this year I'm going to take more to enjoy more. Good answer, and that's so true because you sit back and you say, well, you know, where did the years go? And you you never actually want to be at that point. You never mm-hmm. want to be sitting there. Um, I think what if is great for. Marvel Comics, but <laughs> what if is not great when it comes to the, the game of life? I think also a sports debate too, though. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of. Um, so now we've gotten all that out of the way. I want to give a big shout out to our friends at Audio Ports. Danny, you were one of the people who introduced me to the great people at Audio Ports. So thank you once again. Um, 2023 is upon us. This is our next to last podcast before the new year. Um, we'll jump right into your article, your article, which is on latenightparents.com. Um, what does the NFL streaming deal mean for the NBA? Uh, just going to display it real quick. Boom, boom, boom. Booyah, Danny Thompson, as usual, writer, beat writer, podcaster, radio broadcaster, um, contributor, and most importantly, your favorite podcaster's podcaster. Favorite podcaster's favorite unknown podcaster. There you go. <laughs> so, Danny, we were talking about it. We were, um, we were talking about a lot of stuff leading up to this mm -hmm. and Google TV coming in, swooping in like Steve Cohen in the 11th hour, mm -hmm. purchasing the Sunday ticket. Were you excited? Were you not excited? Were you kind of like Apple, you fumbled the bag or what was your, what was your take on that? I mean, it literally came from left field. It was kind of like the Cleveland Cavaliers trading for Donovan Mitchell. You didn't see it until it happened. It was like, where did Google, where did YouTube TV come from all of a sudden? Because you know, you know, it had been reported, especially on this side and many other sites. You know, and even in the business sphere, everybody expected the NFL Sunday ticket to either end up in the hands of Apple or end up in the hands of Amazon. Um, but the NFL did a complete different strategy by going to grab another partner. You know, they kept their main partners together. You know, NBC. Uh, NBC Universal, you have CBS Paramount, and then you have NBC, um, sorry, uh, ESPN Disney, and then the Fox Corporation. And you have all of them together. And what they did was they basically gave their Thursday package to Amazon a couple years ago for over a billion dollars a year. And now you're getting $2 billion annually from Google. So now even now, not only have you increased your partners, but now you've put it on Google or Apple or YouTube TV, um, getting, out, getting out of the way of forcing people to have satellite. So I think it's a, it's a brilliant move strategic-wise because YouTube TV is probably one of the leaders, um, to have them correct, in streaming, in streaming cable services. So it, it's, it's a good way of mixing both. And a lot of people have YouTube TV and people who don't have YouTube TV are more inclined to get it now than having a big satellite dish plugged outside your house. True, true. And I was one of the legacy people that had the big satellite dish outside mm. their house. And when I finally had enough, and this is no in no way that we're going to beat on DirecTV, when it was time for them to receive their equipment, they wanted nothing to do with the dish that was up there. They're like, oh, hey, it's yours. Yeah, it's, it's it's free advertising, but that's a, a, a legacy um, partner. 
Um, before we get into the NBA, I just one more NFL question. Who gets the commercial business? We know residential is going to Google and YouTube TV. Who do you see receiving that commercial, like the bars and the pubs for NFL? I think you, I think now, you know, one of the things they've been wanting to do, I think bars and restaurants kind of want to cut the cord as well, too. You know, Ted, you go to different restaurants nowadays and, you know, not just not just sports bars, but restaurants. And a lot of times you see them playing music through Pandora, you know, through the televisions, loudspeakers and the sound systems they have. I think now when you have a, a Google, which is a literally one of the three partners that you have when it comes to Internet services, you basically allow people in, in, in bars and restaurants to be able to use it through YouTube TV. I think okay. you might charge them something differently. Um, I'm pretty sure they've, conf they've configured out a way to do it, but I think you have more accessibility and more uh, stability because you need stability with restaurants because you don't want games going out while you're you know in the middle of the, the rush hour and the one o'clock games on Sunday, especially if your bar or restaurant's packed. So I think you can license it out um, and make it easier. Like I said, people have internet devices, people have streaming, people have all these stuff in restaurants. So I don't think it's much of a difference. Like you said, it gets rid of the ugly satellite dish and you have to worry about rain. So in the in the past year to year to 15 months, we've seen Major League Baseball go the route of Peacock for Sunday leadoff. We've seen uh, ESPN Plus share, you know, uh, become kind of like the, the holder for NHL and also for UFC. Um, what are some of your initial thoughts when what 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 kind of inspired you to write the article and talking about the 2024 2025 um, rights for the NBA? I think we look at the collective bargaining agreement because the NBA's collective bargaining agreement is up pretty soon. Um, I think it was what, at the end of the 23 season. I think this streaming deal is important because when the players and owners get to the table, Okay, when you're looking at what you call the the BPI, which is the basket, you know, the, the the index when it comes to what money is being distributed, the NBA is looking at is is trying to gain seventy uh, per Jabari Smith of CNBC, a good friend of mine, uh, a guy I've known very well and come across on many occasions, and he had a great article on uh, sports business about this. The NBA is looking to get seventy five million dollars from their next television deal. Um, I think about a ten year deal, but trying to get seventy five million dollars total. Which is an excess of seven point five, sorry, seven point five billion, excuse me, per year, seventy five billion. And if you break the seventy five billion down, seven point five billion, if it's a 50-50 split, that means the players get three, three, almost four billion dollars out of all this. The right. owners get four billion. Right. So I think what the NBA is trying to do, I think how it's important is it's going to affect fast the BPI. I think it's it's a major major factor in the next collective bargaining agreement. And to be honest with you. Because technology has changed so much, Ted, if you go back to the last time the NBA has really had a situation like this, Ted, where multiple people are going to be potentially involved in this, not just cable networks, streaming services, regional sports networks, how it affects everybody, you probably would say it's 2002, uh, the 2001 season going into 2002, where NBC had left as a linear partner. And right. it went to, it went to a, uh, ESPN Disney, the, or the, right. Walt Disney, the Walt Disney Corporation, with uh, Warner Brothers Disney being the major cable provider. I think now when the NBA is looking at, like you mentioned before, what these other other leagues are doing, 
you mentioned uh, Major League Baseball with Peacock. Don't forget, Apple also has a Friday night exclusive package to Apple for a double header every single Friday. Apple also now has the MLS rights to basically everything that's, that regional, regional networks had in the past. So that's something that, that the NBA is going to look into and say, okay, what can we do? But the NBA can also do the model of what the NFL is. Hey, listen, anybody can have a package. You put your money in, we want as many partners as possible. The NBA has a better chance of doing it better than the NFL is because it's 82 games in the NBA season. There's way more games to be distributed, you know, uh, around. There's just logistics, including regional sports networks, that are the difference. You know, you mentioned the, uh, uh, you mentioned how the NHL is now dealing with ESPN. But remember, what ESPN really is doing is they're taking a lot of the regional sports networks and basically using ESPN Plus as kind of a sort of an NHL center right situation. So right. does the NBA want to do that with a linear partner, or with, a, with a streaming partner, um, or is that streaming partner looking to take everything over? That's one, that's one of the things that the NBA has to look into. But, you know, this is the next domino of the fall because what the NBA does next is it's going to affect every other sports television deal going forward. And it also affects the WNBA as well, too. Okay, so lot to unpack there. Um, I want to rewind it back to, okay, so you have X amount of, okay, so we have Valley Sports mm -hmm. that came in there and purchased those 19 or so regional sports networks that were originally Fox Sports, but then that was purchased by Disney. We, we know about that history. Um, second piece to it is, I think everyone's going to watch this year what Apple does with MLS. Yes. Because it's kind of like, here's Apple TV Plus, but here's the MLS package where I'm sure you're going to have to pay a little bit more um, to see that package where some of the games will be available within your Apple TV Plus package, but the majority of games won't. Um, I think the kind of the movement that we're seeing now with Amazon developing their or potentially developing their own streaming app. And we're going to get into Amazon shortly because I, I the, my only pet peeve about Amazon, Danny is it's so cluttered. It's so cluttered when you're trying to look for something. Mm -hmm. I mean, not, not on Thursday night football. It, no. It's right there on the main landing page. I'm talking about other stuff like, uh, what's his name? Amazon has sports, you know, sports talk shows. I can't find them. Well, they've moved them to freebie and they put them on Amazon Prime Video. So I think when you mentioned this, the app that Amazon is trying, is, is in the process of developing or, or in talks of developing, I think if you develop another app, which is an amazing idea because if Amazon has a sports department, as we've learned, Amazon will spend money. You saw the money they spent on, on not just for the NFL Sunday, um, the Thursday night package, but look what they have spent yes. in, in the production of the package. They went out and paid for some of they went out and required uh, acquired some of the top names, broadcasters, right. interviewers, you know, in the business. On top of they spent a whole lot of money on this. So let's just say Amazon spends this type of money on the NBA. At this point, you're going to put it on the main app the same way of the same way as you did with uh, Thursday Night Football, but you put yourself in a position where an app is needed. 
because yes. like you mentioned before, it is it is a convoluted mess at times. Um, and I think with Amazon trying to acquire more sports, an app is going to be needed to be able to provide Major League Baseball, um, the, um, the NBA, the WNBA. Um, you know, they have the exclusive package with the Yankees for the Yes Network. Um, they're trying to get into the world of uh, into the world of mixed martial arts. Um, eventually, the soccer, whatever that Jeff Bezos and his former team can do, they're going to go out and acquire it because they they have the, they have the flexibility financially to do it. So, Amazon is a partner. Not to mention, you mentioned before, they have a lot of new shows. They have sports talk all day long now. Right, right, and 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 I'm just saying. Definitely, uh, Andy Jassy, the, the 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 current sitting CEO of Amazon, smart thing to do. Develop a standalone, another standalone app. Kind of purge it from your entertainment application and 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 the like. Um, I'll I'll just say this. It's going to be interesting with the NBA because I could see them. Going the Amazon, I mean, excuse me, going the NFL route, multiple partners, and we've talked about this in, I mean, in in length. Um, what are you seeing? You know what I think. You know, the NBA has always been loyal to two partners. You know, the last twenty plus years, you looked at Warner Brothers Discovery, and you looked at ESPN Disney or, or, or Walt Disney Company, and they've been very loyal to their their brand, especially the regional sports networks. You know. But they've also given teams flexibility to create their own. Now we talk about you know Valley Sports being part of the Sinclair family, but remember, there's still teams that don't even do Valley Sports. You know, you still have the Los Angeles Lakers who have their exclusive deal with with Spectrum. You have the Raptors who are on TSN, uh, which they split between TSN and Sportsnet. TSN's ESPN, uh, Canada's version of ESPN, and Sportsnet is basically their version of Fox Sports, essentially. Right. The Brooklyn Nets are, ta- are, are are partnered with you know the Yes Network. You have uh, the New York Knicks with MSG, which has been literally since the existence of C. Mike of the Knicks. They've always had MSG, so you've had different teams on their own platform. The ATST ATT Sportsnet has a couple of teams as well too. So they've given their teams their own financial flexibility to have a local television package. I think where this is going to go is how many different hands can the NBA get in the cookie jar. I don't. I, I think because there's so many games, ten like literally there's there's literally eight two games divided times thirty teams. You can count how many number of games we have on a schedule every right. year. So you don't We're have over twenty five hundred games. Yeah, and you don't, you don't have to worry about networks not getting games. That would never be a problem. Ted, you can have just as many networks with the NFL as you would the NBA, and everybody would be satisfied. It's just how do you strategically schedule games? to make everybody happy because the other part about the part when you have multiple partners is we want to be the exclusive this we want to be the exclusive person for this the problem is on Wednesday night you can't be exclusive of something when there's 12 games on schedule most Wednesdays you know right. TV networks are kind of are going to want to have what Turner has on Thursdays where you have maybe there are two games on national TV and maybe one straggle game out there you can't do that for one night a week. You can't do. You can't handicap or handcuff every single night of the week. It's just really the creativity of how the NBA can do it. But we have so many games, 
you have the you have the flexibility to do so. So I think I think Ted, I think they step away. I think they add more partners on. I don't think they're going to keep the same number of partners. There's too much left on the table. There's too much where everybody can eat. And like you said, you want seventy five billion dollars from this deal. You're going to have to have more than two partners because I'll be honest with you, ESPN and Disney, uh, or, Warner, or Walt Disney, especially after all the changes Walt Disney is going through, and you have Warner Brothers Discovery, whose CEO is saying, "Hey, listen, NBA might not be our primary target here. You're not going to get 75 billion out of those two alone. You're going to need more. No, you're not. You're not. You're going to need more. You're going to need more networks involved this time around. Right. You're going to need the digital partner." You're going to need, and I think even one more partner. I think he, I at think least NBA, one more. The NBA still needs another. I still think they still need, besides another streaming partner, which they don't I mean. I think another streaming partner. I still think they need another cable home, and I still think they need another over-the-air home. Okay. I still think you. I, I think because ESPN and Turner have a done a great job with the cable side. There's still so much left to be discovered with cable. On, right. on on the over the air side, ABC only has games on Saturday nights in January, and then the occasional Sunday games. You know, they only have like a thirty game package, if that, plus the finals. Mm. So Ted, that's the only major over the air, as we would call it, partner you have. So if you are a Fox, or if you are a Paramount, which is CBS, or if you are NBC Universal. There's so much more to offer. There's so much more you're willing to do. And listen, with this next generation of NBA stars that are coming in the league, you know, LeBron James is 38 years old. You know, he is transitioning out, you know, as being the leader of this league. Chris Paul, he's getting up there in age. And I hate to say it, Ted, you know, your guy, Kevin Durant, is 34. You know, he's 34. And there's a new generation of players coming in. Luka Doncic. He's the last of the dinosaurs. Yeah, so when you look at the new generation of stars in this league now, now, I'm not saying superstars, stars in this league that will be the guys that are carrying the torch in this league, your Luka Doncic, your John Morantz, your Zion Williamson's, you know, um, Victor Vinbiama when he gets over here because he's going to be completely hyped as the next big thing. He's going to be huge. And he's going to be huge. And then you have the guys in their mid, you know, their mid to late 20s, your Donovan Mitchells, your Jason Tatum's, um, your Giannis Antetokounmpo's. You know, those guys... You know, no particular order. You know, as Steph Curry transitions out as the face of the league, these guys are transitioning into the face of the league. You know, and because you have more variety on teams, it should be more attractive to be able to get the matchups. Now, one of the problems I have had with ABC and Disney's coverage of the NBA, especially on Saturday nights, is we watch the same teams on Saturday night all year round. It's the, the same, same seven, teams, Danny. It's the same, same seven to eight teams. The same seven to eight teams. Yes. You know, I think another television partner can come in and we can start seeing more. Like I said, Ted, the NBA was at its best. And uh, Ted, I know, as you would say, you're standing your high horse. We're standing our stoop here. The NBA's television thing was the best in, I would say, the late 80s into the early 90s. Yes. You, you know, Ted, when NBC and CBS would have games on, you know, NBC transitioned, CBS transitioned to NBC. But when you had Sunday games on NBC, you know, you, you knew Over what was the going air. on. 
over the over air, the air, over Danny. the air double headers on Saturday. But Ted, here's the thing they did best. They also had regional games as well, too. You had yes. the one national game at one o'clock and then three thirty normally with regional games. You know, but it was every but you put teams on national television. Ted, and then you had Turner who gave you the cable service throughout the week. And yep. you know, your regional sports networks did their thing. I think now, Ted, the NBA is kind of weird with their 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 their, their package because of the because they're planning everything around the NFL. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like now, if you watch basketball now, uh, TNT has what Thursday night basketball. And I think they have the two they have the Tuesday night games or the Thursday night games. Thursday night basically being the only night of the week where you know it's exclusive to everything. ESPN normally has Friday night games, um, and the occasional Tuesday or Wednesday game they throw out throughout the week. Disney does ABC will take games in until January, basically after football season. Right, and then Ted after that, uh, after NFL season, after I think Wild Card Weekend or now the divisional playoffs because the NFL keeps changing their schedule back further and further into January. Once we get out of the first two rounds of the playoffs and, Am- and there's no more Thursday night games, TNT now shifts their coverage to Monday nights. Right. So, Ted, there's still a growing market for games throughout the week. Ted, if I was in a perfect world, you know, I, I didn't put this completely in the article because I, I looked at the the idea of the different I, different partners you could possibly get. But, Ted, I'll be honest with you. If NBC or Universal were to jump in and say, hey, let us get a package on, I don't know, because in NBC Universal's case, you have Monday Night Raw, so you're not going to move the WWE out of that spot. Right. Um, you could potentially move NXT to Tuesday. And then you go Wednesday night on USA. Right. You know, or, or take one of the USA partners, one of the Universal partners, or even CBS can take like Paramount Plus because I mean, if Yellowstone can get people to watch anything on Paramount Network, yep. you're telling me a doubleheader on, on on Paramount with no cable restrictions can work on a Wednesday night? It can. And then you give us some games on Sunday. Ted, we talked about this before. NBC loses bat, uh, football night in America on Sunday nights after, what, the second round of the playoff, after a uh, wildcard weekend? Mm-hmm. There is no Sunday night in America. Ted, nope. you have Maria, you have Maria Taylor sitting there with that nice, extremely large uh, increase she got, and she was <laughs> was known for basketball anyway. You're telling me we couldn't get a Sunday night basketball night in America on Sunday night? Of course, you still have you still have the Saturday package of games of course. on ABC, but of we course. put four games in prime time. You know, and, maybe- and, and, and the only reason I tell you, Danny, while I'm high on. NBC getting back in there. If you look at Peacock, because I know you have a subscription, um, the amount of sports that they have on there. Yeah. The amount I mean, of sports. That, and, and I'm not just talking about NFL. I'm talking about non because, you know, yeah, it's the king. And we saw uh, during the Christmas holiday, the NFL went head up against the NBA and, you know, with games that I would say uh, that were um, B to C slash tier games, and they kicked the they kicked the NBA in their teeth. Well, Ted, I think when you look at that, you know that's that that's a number, but also Ted, the games were all over the air. Yes, only certain games were over the air on the NBA side. The Sixers game wasn't over the air. The Sixers Knicks game at twelve o'clock was not over the air. 
That was the oh, ESPN. Was no, it was ESPN game only. Oh, okay. So then but, that's 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 the answer. The Mavericks game was was over the air at two thirty, and I want to say Christmas night's game was over the air. Now even the five o'clock game was over the air. The Denver game late. Uh, the the Warriors and the Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Yeah, the Warriors okay. and Grizzlies suffered because Steph Curry wasn't playing. Right. You know the other thing with NBA and the reason why it's hard to gauge NBA on Christmas nowadays because besides the rest is players don't stay in spots very long because if Kevin Durant didn't have a trade request and, and Kyrie Irving didn't want out in the offseason, the Brooklyn Nets would be on television. I, I clearly. The Nets against the Sixers was a better matchup. Of course, I argued to no end with one, with one of my good friends. I said Nets Sixers or even Nets Knicks for that 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 twelve p.m. start time. Yeah, I mean the Knicks and Nets on Christmas Day was basically. I think that should be almost a staple going forward. Now the yes. best match of the day was stuck at five o'clock. Celtics and Bucks was the best game of the day, Celtics and that was stuck in a that was that was stuck in a five o'clock window. Yeah, where most people most people are either commuting or, or waking up from their nap. <laughs> I mean, I get the fact of Dallas and the Lakers. I understand you're trying to put Luca and this LeBron, but remember the Lakers are not watchable because Anthony Davis isn't playing. It's just really that simple, right? right. But, but I understand you, you can't keep LeBron James off television. The only person I wish that would have been on Christmas Day would have been Zion Williamson. Yes. But because Zion has not shown that he can't stay healthy long enough. I think clearly the digital partner for the NBA, Apple, hands down. You know, Ted, I I see that, but I can see this is where the Amazon puts their, 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 their fork in the mud here. I think Amazon okay. could do it because Amazon already has the streaming rights in Brazil. Uh, they yes. do eight, they do I think eighty seven games in Brazil per year with a Portuguese team as well. Mm-hmm. I think that, that could be the partner because remember once again, at the end of the day, Amazon's Jeff Bezos. You know he's not quote unquote with Amazon. I say he's the chairman. Down. He's the chairman. He wants the Washington Commanders. So that's probably the reason why he stepped out of it. You can't you can't have Sunday yes. ticket and have the commanders and Thursday night package. And once again, Ted, it, it's really trying to put more hands in the cookie jar. If yes. I, I and I said though, you can look at the article as we part two. It breaks down some of the partners, the potential partners. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but for me, in a perfect world, you could do a package almost every night of the week for the NBA. You really could, and it could work. It could really, truly work. And, Ted, you could really honestly have five television partners. Yes. You I, I really- think you model it after the NBA. Uh, after the and, hey, I'm going to give you a package. I'm going to give you a package. I'm going to give you a package also. Yes. And I, well, I guess the NBA needs a second over-the-air partner. I think the NBA needs another cable. Uh, if they go to go over-the-air, that over the air partner needs to have a cable, um, a cable channel. But the difference is you need to have multiple cable channels. Because mm-hmm. one of the one things that Peacock, the NBC Universal, does really well, and most people don't know about this is Decision Day in in the English Premier League is amazing on the, yes. the NBC Universal Family Networks because not only do they yep. put it on Peacock. The entire NBC family 
from top all the way down, from in Big NBC all the way down to Bravo. They're yep. all showing games at the same time. Yes. Ted, there'll be nothing And that's better. what you need. And Ted, there's nothing better, Ted, than you're telling NBC or you're telling CBS, for example, to throw all these games on these different networks on the last night of the NBA season. Right. You know. Either that or when they want to do the mega cast. I mean, Ted, I'll be honest with you, you take some Wednesday night games, Ted, and you do a mega cast for games on Wednesdays. Right. I'm sorry, Ted, to be honest with you, I think sitcom television, as great as it was in the 90s, it's not what it is today. I think you could literally, Ted, honestly, you could put an over-the-air NBA game on during the week. I think a network that can be bold enough to do an NBA game not on a Friday night. Because over the air, Friday night equals not a good sign. You leave over you leave Friday night for cable. Ted, I think if one of these networks is bold enough to put an NBA game on a Thursday or, or, or a night during the week, it will be, I say, get if you get the right matchups, you can get a 10 rating on the majority. You get, I say, between 8 to 10 on the rating for the mm-hmm. entire As long mm-hmm. as you don't keep feeding it, as long as you don't keep feeding the, the, the consumer, the same five teams. I'm right. not saying put on Sacramento versus Indiana. All right. No. We're not saying no. that. But Indiana's playing. But so. but teams like that, and when we can include in a Detroit up and coming teams, they need a window. Yeah. They they do need a window. You can put Detroit and Brooklyn on. On a Thursday, mm-hmm. because you're you're putting star power on television. When, yeah. when the Lakers are out east, you can put the Lakers against Indiana. You know, because you have a young star, Tyrese Halliburton, but you have LeBron James on the air as well too. You know, if the Warriors are out east, you can do Warriors in Oklahoma City on a Wednesday night. Because once again, it's young star versus current star. So there are ways to get around it, and I think the NBA because of the flexibility that you can do because of the number of games, I think it's easier, but the NBA has to be able to make sure everybody's happy. And that's where I think there's going to have to be some flexibility as well from Warner Brothers Discovery and Walt Disney. I say, I say some kind of flexibility to be able to not only lower their number, but be able to provide what they've been providing for the last 20 plus years. And I just want to show this real quick. Because when we we start talking about um, will these networks have the capacity to pull this off, and it's rearing a little slower than I wanted to. Okay. If we look at the media partners, we could see the different sizes of the media partners. Mm-hmm. And I think that image itself tells you everything. It does. Valuations. Hey, you no, know, Ted, I maybe, think it tells I mean, you everything. maybe Netflix jumps in this. I think they're too scared. I don't I think know. They, they're, they're, they're going to focus on Chris Rock and other stuff that that's live where they can just dip their toes into it and then 
after this year, they'll say, okay, we'll do X, Y, and Z. They blew their opportunity with F1, Danny, and you know it. But Ted, remember, we're talking, but Ted, this, we're talking two, three years, we're talking two years down the road. Yeah. Amazon might have their life together in two years to put, to put, Netflix might have their life together in two years to put something down. You know, there's so many different variables and Ted, it might be funny that maybe one of these these, these off-brand things like Pluto TV, I think, Ted, if I'm correct, Pluto TV is ran by Sony. Pluto which is TV Viacom. is run partially by NBC and Disney. Listen, you might you might even get people to go to Pluto TV to get games. Wait, Pluto or, or Hulu? Pluto. Oh, Pluto, Pluto is, is Paramount, CBS. Listen, Ted. To, to increase people for Pluto, maybe you, you, if, you're, if you're the Paramount brand, hey, we have the, we have the exclusive channel dedicated to get to, to stuff on Pluto. And not to mention that, Ted, Pluto is free. Pluto is free. Danny, so, if we look know, at real quickly. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. There you are. Oh, no. If we real quickly look at this this image here, um, some of these smaller players, we could blink our eyes and Paramount could be purchased by Comcast NBC. You know, um, um, I, I just think anything's on the table. You know, at, at one point we heard Roku and, and Netflix joining, you know, joining forces. Mm-hmm. But then that died. But I, I, truthfully, from from your article, I'm thinking Paramount gets a small package. It might be yes. 20 games. It might be 20 games, and I think a better thing to, I'm going to do some homework before I speak to you the next time to say, okay, so TNT or turn was Turner Sport, and Disney ESPN. When they purchase these packages, how many games do they actually receive? Because if there's over 2,500 games, they're not airing 100 games. They're airing what, 40? No, Turner is. I think Turner is over 100. Because remember, Turner okay. has double, Turner has double headers. Okay. Twice a week. Okay. So that's over 100 games plus, and I want to say ESPN's package is probably it's it's a lot of double headers on Fridays. Uh, the occasional, you know, the Wednesday night games, we have them, you know, when you go, and they change when baseball season gets in. I would say ESPN's package is probably between that and ABC, probably about 75 games, probably. Between ESPN, between ESPN and, uh, and ABC, probably about 75 to 80 games. Okay, so about 75 is the number. And then you have the playoffs. Um, right. So I'm saying, couldn't you see something like, hey, I don't want to pay $2 billion a year for the standard package. Give me 25 games, and I'll air them across the year. I mean, Ted, listen, the more hands of the cookie jar, the better, because, Ted, you could, you could sprinkle the 25 games around. You know, you can – but I think if I'm going to stick my toe into the NBA – I think I don't stick my I don't I don't think I stick my toe in like I think I put the whole body in, you know, 
and keep myself afloat because so here's the thing. She's going to watch your beat. Listen, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not tasting. I'm taking the full shot. <laughs> We're not sipping here because, Ted, there's 2,500 games. Why do you, why do you sip a 25-game package and get less than 1%? Right, of the right. Like, literally taking a 25-game package to have 2,500 games, Ted, is less than a percent of a percent of the games the NBA plays all season. Yeah. Even if I took 1% of the games, Ted, that well, I'm sorry, that's 25% is 1% of the game. I'm taking 1% of the total number of games. Well, let's just say maybe you don't want to spend the, the $2 billion and you say, hey, I want to spend, I don't a know, billion? $600 million. I mean, if that's the case, Ted, $600 million, $600 million. But remember, the NBA still will always have their regional sports partners. But the problem with the regional sports partners is I think the NBA wants to get out of the regional sports partners. That's why I think they're going to pay so, attention to Apple and what Apple does. Uh, one of my few final final questions to you is: How does this work? You got regional sports, you got valleys, right? You because if you notice, you go to a, a game, you have both teams announcers. Yep. You could potentially have an ESPN announcing crew, and what you can have an, a valley sports announcing crew and. And international, I mean, you know this because you covered games. Yeah, I mean, on a, a given night, you could have up to maybe four or five broadcasting teams. And Ted, so how can you fix the regional sports networks? To be completely honest with you, if you went the Apple route and you, if Apple does what MLS, what we're thinking they're going to do, you mm-hmm. know, Ted, a- Apple can basically buy ba- the NBA can tell all the teams do not renew your local television rights deals. We're right. sending everything to Apple. Right. And then you get a piece of the apple pie. Apple then comes up with the check because, like you said, Ted, we're talking Apple's going to have to spend a whole bunch of money. There's where the investment comes in. Because if you're eliminating the regional sports networks or even if you have to take a portion of their games away, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to come up with a check for it. And and, and then, Danny, how does this work? So, because we saw a little bit with with Sunday leadoff. Um, and 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 we saw a little bit with Apple on Friday nights. You actually have to have higher broadcasters and and the the color analysts to be on site at these locations. Mm-hmm. So then you get into the production game. You have to. Or do you just simulcast? You just say, "Hey, we're getting these rights, and we're just going to simulcast it." That's really the same way YouTube TV is doing with the NFL. You're basically taking the CBS, you're taking the Fox broadcast on Sundays and simulcasting them. Right. That's where the real number comes to play because that's why everybody's, that's why basically MLS is important. How Apple does with MLS, because to be honest with you, maybe Apple have taken the, the crews from each of those teams originally, their original crews, and just hired and did basically per game them out. Right. So I think you have to really pay attention to something like that because there's a production cost in all this. There is. There's a big production cost because this is not the NFL where it's a certain number of games. This is games every night from October through April. Because I can't see playoff games ending up on a streaming service unless it's being simulcast from a major partner. Correct. Correct. That's the only way. But I mean, Ted, if Apple gives the NBA three billion dollars a year for ten years to take 
X amount of games and put them only on Apple. Ted, let's just say you're putting 25 games a week through Apple Broadcasting. $3 billion or whatever the number is, Ted, over a, a 10-year deal test, $30 billion of the 75 right. by the raise. Right. And even if Warner Brothers, Discovery, and, e and, and Walt Disney still give you the same $2 billion a year over seven years, Ted, that's $28 million. And then Apple gives you $30 billion. Yo, Ted, you've already basically made almost $60 billion and you still have games left to go. Right. You do. And you still, and Ted, you still can be able to get a, a $1.5 billion deal from a major over-the-air partner for five for, for, for seven years. And Ted, that's your $75 billion right there. Okay. I, right. Think, I, mean, I, think, I think the NBA's major thing is getting it off league pass. So they want to get out of league pass game. I think getting out of league pass might be the best thing they can do if you're going to if you're going to make this package attractable. Somebody's going to have to buy league pass out completely, the same mm -hmm. way that you know that YouTube TV and Google did with Sunday Ticket, what ESPN right. did with the NHL and buy out completely, right? And, and pay the league for it. We're going to give you two billion dollars a year for the the rights to it. And then it sublease it out, whether we stay with the regional broadcast, uh, the, the RSNs. Because the other part of RSNs is it's okay to get rid of Valley Sports. Yeah. But but what happens when you're dealing with Yes? You're dealing with MSG? You're dealing right. with TSN? And you're dealing with Sportsnet? Right. Because you're you're gonna you're gonna want the like, lake. You don't want you don't want to be a situation where NBC had. Where they branched off those teams and left them on regional sports networks, the Wizards, the, and the Bulls, and the and the Warriors, and the Kings. Right. You right. don't want that situation either, because if you have a situation where you're you're showcasing games, you can't have those teams. It's difficult. And the Celtics, you got to have everybody on board. You got to so have that, everyone on board. And, and Ted, that's what we have the next two years for. Um, final question. Do you see the death of the RSNs coming within the next two years? I say with a as a major partner, I think within the next five to seven, because I think if the NBA leaves RSNs, I think baseball will follow behind it, and that's gonna be it'll be at that point. Because you gotta think RSNs only will have hockey at that point, but RSNs will still have hockey because ESPN allows RSNs to still have them. Right. ESPN didn't take them over completely. If basketball right. leaves RSN, it could be it could start the death march of hmm. RSN completely. Okay, because there's only so much there's only so much college sports and off brand sports you go watch on a regional sports network that you're going to pay for and feel like you're getting validated for your service every single month. I sent you a note yesterday with a smiley face. Because I had posted an article from last July that said Google slash YouTube TV is going to get Sunday ticket. Um, I also said that with all the other providers. Um, I, I told you, 10 toes down, NBC Peacock grab, becomes a major partner. 
And I'm not saying Warner Brothers um, Discovery Sports is going to go away. I'm not saying no, that. I'm just no. saying they're going to be that that third partner. And Ted, if they're, if they're the third partner, this is not Hulk Hogan turning on WCW and <laughs> leg-dropping Sting. This is more of the third partner. It's more like Kenny Omega showing up for the Young Bucks in the Trios Tag Team Tournament. Yes. It's the third partner from the back. Yes. So the NBA still needs a third major partner. They've always needed a third major partner. And and I think you laid it out clearly. Sunday nights, you got Sunday night in America. And then Ted, to be Sunday honest with night you. basketball in America, whatever. And Ted, to be honest with you, and you, you have, because you're running partners together, I could even see Peacock reaching out to Turner and saying, hey, listen. We'll take on some of the NBA, the salary of inside the NBA, if you if you sublet to us to market with basketball night in America, right? And you know, for companies cutting costs, if you're saying, "Hey, we're going to pay the production team," right. why not do it? Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Danny, thank you for this depth conversation i know you are super 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 busy um where so for in 2023 where can we find some of the stuff that you're going to be writing i mean where can we find you on social media we see you scrolling at the bottom of the screen danny three uh thompson but um where can we find those thoughts the same place you've always found them. Um, as far as 2023 goes, I don't have any announcements yet. Um, I'm really just enjoying the. I'm I'm, I'm getting to re-enjoy the NBA this year. I think yes. the NBA. I think the NBA is, is at a level where, I mean, there was a slogan the league had where the magic happens. And I think the last month or so, we have seen more of that slogan than we have seen in years. The whole yes. month of December has been nothing but who does it on what night. So agreed, agreed. And, and I could tell you over the years, I think this is the most I've ever texted about the NBA. Yes, because usually you're like it's usually the other way around. You're like Ted, did you see it? I'm like I'm not watching that. I said I'm just gonna wait until the playoffs. Something where you're sitting there. And you're going through League Pass, and you're just like, hey, I'm going to watch Celtics and Clippers last night. I'm like, hey, why not? Yeah. It's just something intoxicating that, that's happening with the NBA. It's not because of the holiday season, because you're in the middle of bowl season. You're in the middle of NFL playoffs. We were talking earlier. You were telling me how much you didn't watch any of the Thursday night preseason game last night in the NFL. Right. Nah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Especially, especially after I think it was two nights ago, three nights ago, watching Luca, yeah, totally become Luca that night, become the legend that we we. Well, the thing is, it's like we watch what Luca does nightly. You watch John Morant literally try to end somebody's life anytime they're standing way outside. Yes. Of <laughs> you know, John's going out there, you know. If you're a basketball purist, you love get to watch Jokic just literally pick apart defenses when he has that ball at the top of the key. Yes, you know, yes. MB is is still, even though he shoots threes, he's still so dominant on the interior. Yes. 
you know, Zion the other night against, against Minnesota, that fourth quarter you had, especially where D'Angelo Russell complained that he's playing football compared to basketball for everybody else. Yes. Yes. We stole we stole the ball. We basically bullied the ball from a player, uh, McDaniel's, and dunked it on the other end. Those are the things that we 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 have wanted in the league for a while. Now yes. all we have to do is get the Hornets healthy, so we can watch Lamelo Ball throw dimes to everybody on the court. You know, I can't wait till next year when Kay Cunningham returns to see what the show, the people can see how really good Kay Cunningham mm-hmm. is in Detroit. And we're watching right. a, a emergence of Donovan Mitchell becoming a superstar. Jason Tatum is next. Jason Tatum is the next Celtic for life. He's the next major player for the Celtics. And then the Brooklyn Nets are a ten game winning streak. After everything, the Brooklyn Nets after have everything, after all the talk, after hearing KD, who was right, who who was right. Um, everything with Kyrie, everything Kyrie, and the Nets had that's up with 10 straight games, yeah. And they're ten, at 10 games, and just just to hear the stars talk about their coach, Jock Vaughn, yeah. And, and, and Ted, you and you forget next year, we talk about KK, okay, 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 we talk about just the future of the league. Oklahoma City is going to at least check Holger next year, yeah. The Thunder are going to be just as talented in 2023 as they were in 2012-2013. Wow. <laughs> I mean, Ted, be, when Trent Holmgren gets healthy, and they're, because if they're not going to be good this year, they're going to have another lottery pick in their hands. Yes. And, Lord, and, 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 and if the NBA basketball gods just give them Victor Vindiama, I mean, Ted, like I said, the, the possibilities of the NBA going forward, and we still haven't seen the best of Anthony Edwards yet in Minnesota. Because wait till Cat, wait till Cat gets healthy and Edwards can get himself going on a nightly basis. We haven't seen the best of the Miami Heat, who are just who are still injured. Ted, there's so many different, and then we the one guy we still haven't mentioned besides Steph Curry and the Warriors be hurt is is Giannis. Giannis. Giannis is what is must watch television every single night. He is. He really is. And that's what that's, Ted, that's the league. And Ted, that's what seventy five billion dollars will get you in a package. Yes. You're being able to talk about this nightly. And if you have right. cable, you can throw late night games in on your cable channel. They got to be over the air. Your local, your late night games can have those games. And I think that's what the NBA needs. You need more partners. You need more ways to watch the NBA other than ESPN, Disney, or ABC, ESPN, Warner Bros. Discovery, TNT, and League Pass, your, your RSN. So yeah, you do. You, need, you, you do. need more ways to watch it. I mean, I wouldn't know what to do if I didn't have MSG or, or the Yes Network. You're Ted, but you're one of those places, Ted, that have it because you could be in the Valley Sports area. Right. And that would really stink. A lot of um, folks, a lot of folks hate it. Jeez, yeah. So, um, all right. So, no, nothing you want to announce or anything else like that. We'll we'll let we'll, we'll go into twenty twenty three. We're going um, to uh, the only thing I'm announcing is I'm about to go eat these um, these jalapeno poppers. The wife had made homemade. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm about to go do now. That's the only thing I'm announcing right now. 
All right, so we've been speaking with Danny Thompson, and I am Ted Hicks. Ways to follow the show are latenightparents.com, or you can see, find Danny on Twitter at Danny, the number three, Thompson. Be well. Thank you. Happy New Year.